0: Welcome to Let's Talk Football with me, Chris. And me, Richard. The podcast bringing you the latest in football news. Every week we discuss all the big talking points from the world of football, preview all the action in the week to come. In this
1: week's podcast, the semi-finals of the FA Cup are set after a weekend of great matches. In the Premier League, Leeds get a huge win In their fight for survival, Arsenal continue to show great form as they hunt for the top four places and Tottenham keep their hopes alive with a win over West Ham.
0: With all that to get through, let's talk football. Right, good evening, good evening, good morning, good afternoon, wherever you are in the world. Hello, everybody. hope you're all having a wonderful time. I had a wonderful time. We've still seen... A few decent football matches yes yeah, weekend it's been a
1: good weekend it's been a really good weekend
0: fa cup premier league all of the things we've got them all we've got them all so shall we start with the big news big news what's that and that's and that is the retirement of a referee oh mike dean mike dean's finished Well, finishing,
1: finishing. Well, he's finishing officiating matches. He might become a permanent. Yeah, he'll just be in the VAR box Yeah, I
0: mean, he's not got to do so much running around then. He can get, he can get thing, he can get things wrong. Having a look at them two or three times, then rather than just the once, it'll be great.
1: (laughs) I did see a nice video doing the rounds of Mike Dean's best moments.
0: Yeah. was it a very short video?
1: No, I don't. No, come on, Mike Dean. He might be not everybody's cup of tea, but I love him as a referee.
0: Oh, dear, Burnley fan, isn't he? Uh, no, a Tranmere fan. Tranmere, not bad. Tranmere. Yeah. So, uh, he can go. He can go back. Well, he he go been going tramier. to football. Yeah. Well, he, he's been going to see him anyway. I think. Yes, there I've is a famous in the crowd video of the playoff
1: semi-finals from a few years ago where he is going absolutely mental. Yeah, I know. I've seen him in a,
0: in a crowd somewhere. Yeah, Had a few moments
1: He's had a few moments John Terry trying to nick his red card And him telling yeah. politely to let go Get off There's the famous one where he's um, Playing advantage for our goal One of our goals back When it was at the old White Hart lane And um, he gives the goal But it looks like he's celebrating the goal At the same time Yeah, no, it's a shocker <laughs> Which has always made me laugh That one
0: yeah, he's uh, he's been he's been he's been he's been an interesting Character. point of view, hasn't he? Yeah. yeah. So he's refereed well so far. Anyway, up until I'm guessing the end of the season, he's refereed 553 matches so far, and he's issued 114 red cards wow. in those 553 games. That's nearly
1: one in five. Pretty much,
0: yeah, pretty much 20 <laughs> percent of the games that he referees. Every five games he goes, I'm bored, let's show a red card.
1: How many of those are to Roy Keane? <laughs> uh,
0: but not, not, probably not many, I wouldn't think. No, no Roy's... He's out like, of Roy quite a lot. 2000, so that only gives him five seasons of yeah. of Keane. Maybe that's the stats someone needs to find out. We need the stats people to look at that. How many red cards is it, or who? who are the players...
1: That's received the most yeah. most red
0: cards from a single from, from every ref that's it that'd be a good stat to have I'd imagine Granite yeah.
1: Shackle would be quite high
0: on that list oh but he could be high on every single <laughs> referee's list <laughs> let's be honest yeah my egos but yeah that was the uh that was the big that's the big news this week I think is it I think we can finish the podcast there
1: yeah I think we've, we've peaked early haven't we
0: we've peaked early with Mike Dean's retirement yeah but uh we should probably talk about football I mean, I'd love to. Uh, yeah. Stuff happening on the pitch, in particular. Um, uh, should we start with the FA Cup? Go
1: on. Let's start with the FA
0: Cup. Uh, let's start with the FA Cup. So Saturday, Saturday's game, Chelsea at Borough. Hardly any fans, any Chelsea fans in the uh, in the uh, in the stadium, but they got the job done. They did get the job done. Yeah. Uh, I thought they were very very strong, Chelsea. I don't think. You know they got the early goal, which helped. Yes,
1: they did. Yeah, yeah, and they controlled
0: the game from there. Well, yeah, once that goes in, yeah, there's, there's not a lot of t- really too much. I mean, Borra had a few moments, um but nothing that
1: troubled the goalkeeper. Yeah. Really, no.
0: Yeah, I thought you know there was a few good set pieces from uh, is it Tavernier? Yeah, yeah. On the on the delivery for them putting in, put some good balls in. Into the box, but not, not, not too much, really. I think it was a pretty solid, solid day for Chelsea, really.
1: No, one hurdle too many for Middlesbrough.
0: Yeah, uh, you know, Chelsea put out a relatively strong side. Yes, yeah. The early goal
1: gives Middlesbrough a, a mountain to
0: climb, doesn't it? It does, yeah. And then obviously, when Saich gets the second one after oh. half an hour, it's just cruise control then for yeah, Chelsea. Pretty much was. Yeah. But Lukaku, amongst the goals, he needed that for his own confidence, I think. Yeah. Yeah, that'll give him a bit of a boost. Give him a bit of a boost, indeed. So, yeah, uh, 700... Well, they had less than 700 fans, didn't they, Chelsea? But I'll tell you what, they made a bit of noise, in yeah, fairness.
1: Yeah, they they were certainly the happier of the people leaving the ground at the end.
0: Oh, absolutely, as you would expect. <laughs> as you would expect in that situation. Um, But, yeah, while we're on Chelsea, obviously they, they had to have all the bids in, didn't they, by Friday?
1: Yeah.
0: But... The change of ownership, however, that takes place. Uh, there's a few rumours flying around. Various uh, billionaires flying into London to make to stake their claim and make their make their case.
1: Yes, sounds like it's going to be an interesting week. For I mean, interesting
0: bit of process, that yeah, for yeah. for Chelsea. Yeah, I'm quite interested to see how it all unfolds. To be honest, you know what 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 publicly we get to see of it all. Yeah,
1: it will be interesting, and if. If any billionaires out there, are, you know, if you're disappointed if you don't get a bid for Chelsea accepted while you're in London, pop over to North London. Have a chat with Daniel Levy while you're there, please. Oh,
0: not Arsenal, yeah.
1: I mean, Arsenal have got plenty of money. Yeah. <laughs> I suppose Daniel Levy just doesn't want to spend any. Does just doesn't
0: want to spend a lot, no. So uh, that is the problem. But no, it'd be interesting to see how that all kind of comes out. I mean, you've got. Um, Nick Candy's kind of been put in that. I mean, these are names I've never heard of until until bids started going. No, in. It's no amazing. And it, these are Nick the richest Candy. people in yeah. the world and they just fly under the radar. And no one knows who they are or what they get up to.
1: Yeah. Chelsea season ticket holder. So that ticks one box. Yeah. I see John Terry was involved in a bid for some description.
0: Was he? Oh God, it's all kicking off.
1: <laughs> Seb Co's joined in as well.
0: Oh yeah, no, I saw yeah, so Seb coe has got a got a consortium together as well, hasn't he? Yeah. I think Yeah, I've seen I've seen many a name, many a name flying around at the minute. I, I, we talked I talk about McGregor's last week, didn't I?
1: We talked about Conor McGregor's last week, yeah.
0: Yeah, so Conor McGregor had got a consortium together. Um I don't know whether they actually ended up putting their bid in, but that's the thing. Yeah. Uh so yeah. Be interesting to see how it all plays out. I am, you know, as a layman in all of this process as i guess most people are really this kind of process yeah doesn't happen very often so we'll see what kind take of take or anything do. No. we'll see we'll see we, we wish uh everyone at chelsea uh good luck i guess with everything that's going to go on because it's going to be it's going to be going to be fascinating a, to watch it it's going to be fascinating and it could be quite a bumpy kind of little bit of a process while you get through the short term
1: yes definitely
0: for sure but yeah no good win for chelsea into the semi-finals yeah where they will play...
1: Crystal Palace.
0: Crystal Palace after their demolition of Everton. Yeah. And I saw this game and I thought up until the goal, I thought Everton played really, really they were. well. They were on the front foot.
1: The goal was completely against the run of play. Yeah.
0: It was, and, and then it just kind of destroyed their confidence yeah. then. They just collapsed, Everton, yeah. pretty much from there. They, just, they lost all of it. You know, obviously, had some... Some really good goals by Palace along yeah. the way. I thought a bit, bit of dodgy
1: defending to go with it.
0: Mark Mark Gerhi was able to celebrate his England call up with a goal. Yeah, that's good to see. Matete took his goal well as well. He did. That was a good goal. And Zahar did actually. Yeah, they said Zahar had played
1: pretty well throughout the ninety minutes. Yeah, yeah
0: he deserved his goal. Um, he made a. It was a good finish. Yeah, from him. And then Will Hughes just popped up at the end. I'll he be honest, did. I'd already, I'd already turned the F one on at that point because <laughs> I thought this game's done. I missed K- that one.
1: Will Hughes definitely in the right place, right time category for putting the ball in the back of the net. But, uh,
0: that was a, that was a, that was a, that was a good game. I thought Palace played really well. Everton will, well, they're at the cup now, so they haven't got that to look forward to as they go into their relegation battle.
1: Yeah, distraction over, maybe. I Distra- don't know.
0: Yeah, maybe, but I don't really see it as a distraction for them, really. I mean, they're just playing awfully. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's just, it's tough. Right now, to be an Everton fan, footballer.
1: Yeah. That semi-final between Chelsea and Palace
0: is going to be interesting as well. Oh, it's going to be, it's going to be spicy.
1: That's... I can see somewhere where Palace wins There's a potential,
0: yeah, there's a potential for an upset there, Absolutely. Um, but no, it'd be very, very interesting to see how that one goes down. Uh, Palace have you know they've got they've got players who can create a moment, haven't they? Palace. Yeah, they've got
1: players who can hurt Chelsea, and, yeah. and
0: that's all you need in in a in a semi final. Do you know what I mean? It's just yeah. just something that can just kind of happen. to has got a bit of magic in him. I thought Elise played very, very well. Yeah. Um, I'll tell you what did affect Everton actually. Just going back to Everton just for a second, I thought losing Andros Townsend because he looked sharp early doors.
1: Yes. Yeah.
0: And it, it was really, I think, when, when they lost Townsend that they started to to lose their way a little bit.
1: Yeah, because they had a the couple of minutes, didn't they, in between him sort of being stretched off. Yeah. Obviously, if there were any messages to get across to the Palace players from Vieira's point of view, he did that. Yeah. And then, yeah, the game kind of started in change. direction. But I thought
0: Andros Townsend, the loss for them. Uh, but, yeah, on that aside, going back to Palace... You know, they have players that can create moments. Conor Gallagher, obviously, we all know he's an exceptional talent. I'm not
1: sure he'll be able to play in the semi-final, though.
0: Oh, right, because he's on loan from them, isn't he? He's
1: on loan from Chelsea. Yeah, I don't yeah, know. Yeah, so he probably won't be able to play. I don't know what the rule is. In the league, It's you don't, you're don't, you not allowed to play against your parent club, but I think the FA Cup is a different thing. You have to kind of agree it Yeah, but I think beforehand. exactly it'll
0: depend on the loan agreement, won't it? Yeah. Which I assume would have included him not being able to play against them.
1: You don't know, it, do you?
0: I mean, it's probably a standard thing that they put into all the the loan contracts. I would think
1: it would be pretty naive if they didn't. Yeah,
0: and um, what would? And to be honest, it kind of puts the player in a tricky position because what you're going to do? <laughs> go and play against your parent club, knock them out of a cup, and go, "Hey guys, I'm back in June." <laughs>
1: yeah, there is that aspect to it. Yeah. So,
0: so, you know, in some respects, for the player, it's
1: not it's not brilliant. But then, on the flip side of that, you could say. Well, look, Conor, you, you know, if you score a goal, score a couple of goals in the semi-final, say, look, this is what I can do for you.
0: Yeah, but I think everyone knows that what Conor can do for Chelsea next season yeah. if, he's, if, he's, if he carries on trajectory. If he carries trajectory. on playing
1: for So yeah.
0: So um, I don't think there's any, any doubt in that, but you, you wreck your chances of playing in the Champions League by knocking them out in the FA Cup semi-final. That's, yeah. uh, I'd still like you know I mean? to That's, see it, to be fair.
1: It'd, it'd, be, it'd be quite funny.
0: It would be funny but um, I don't think I don't think you'd be very awkward for the player. Yeah. Um but yeah, happy happy times if you're a Palace fan. Um Southampton City, I mean City were City, weren't they really?
1: Yeah.
0: They were very very solid. Controlled the game. Southampton had, had chances. Yeah. But it was uh they came at the wrong times for them, I felt and I just felt, you know, just the the ability that City just had again, an early goal for them. Um helped settle, but then obviously Southampton a level at half time, you never yeah. know, but the second half has just, city just it was all turned city. up the wick. Yeah. Yeah. It was just like nah nah nah, we're bored now. They played with their food for the first half. And then it was like, no, we we must win now. We've we've messed around long enough. Yeah.
1: And it was all over.
0: It was all over. With goals from Sterling, De Bruyne, Foden, and Mares usual suspects there for City and that of course sets up a wonderful semi-final with Liverpool Yeah, that's going to be a tasty one Uh, just to note as well Forest had a a wonderful part where they blocked out 97 seats in the crowd yeah I did
1: see that that was a nice touch
0: that's a nice little thing to see obviously uh, in respect to the victims of the Hillsborough disaster back in 89 there I'd love to see that. And it was the end of the forest run. Yeah. They gave it a good go, though. I thought they defended very, very well.
1: Yeah. They defended very, very well. They had one chance that I saw. Zinkenagel, I think, had the chance. Yeah. And he put it about a foot wide of the post at nil-nil. You're like, that's yeah, that's that's that was your opportunity. That's the one. Yeah, that's yeah. the
0: one. They have to go in, don't they? And if they don't go in, then you just run that risk. And Yotta. Was able to turn it, up, turn it up, turn it up, turn up. Yes, with so the goal. That,
1: it's interesting they had VAR in that game.
0: Yeah, I think it just depends on the ground. It doesn't necessarily have, just because uh, Forest are a championship team, therefore there isn't VAR. I think it's more the, around the capabilities, the fact that you've got the TV cameras there, yeah, um, with all the different angles and stuff that are there because it's a televised game.
1: Yeah. It was just bizarre that they'd it had been added in. Yeah,
0: and the fact yeah, and the fact that they've got a ground as well that probably allows you to put the VAR in. Yeah. So that's probably why you know just because they don't use it in the championship doesn't mean that um, the city ground isn't capable of housing VAR. Yeah. And of course they would have been uh, you know they have ambitions of getting into the Premier League so why wouldn't they? Yeah, definitely um, yeah. have that type of thing set up. But now the end of Forest Run it's been a very good run. As, as to um, Middlesbrough. was yeah. Middlesbrough's run you know between between the two of them they knocked out United Tottenham and Arsenal and Leicester and Leicester uh, so yeah good runs unfortunately they've just come across to the top teams I mean you know they were going to they were going to be up against it really against most of the teams that they could have been drawn against but they got probably well maybe not the two worst. But two definitely out the Two of the three. three. Yeah. Yeah. But it was always going to be difficult to come up with the upset. But Forest, I felt Forest were the ones that were the ones that could have made it happen. Out of the three. Given you know, looking at the game, looking how the the games were going.
1: Yeah. I was on the train back from our game and when I saw it was nil nil after an hour, I was like, Fair play.
0: Yeah. Because you never know at that point, no you? Yeah. The longer you stay in the game and then you just get you know, they get that breakthrough and then it's just uh Yes, you know the crowd. Probably, the, yeah. crowd <laughs> the crowd drops. The crowd drops. You know the shoulders of the players probably just drop a bit, and it's, you know, Liverpool. You know, showed showed respect. You know what I mean? Okay, they they rested Salah Romane, but Mino is out there. Fabinho played, Cater played, Canati and Van Dijk played.
1: Yeah, nothing was
0: um, had a strong side out. Allison, yeah. even Allison played. So yeah, they, they they showed some respect to. It. Forest.
1: And now we get the prospect of Manchester City versus Liverpool twice in yes. two weeks.
0: Yeah, it's going to be good.
1: But maybe not at Wembley.
0: Oh, right, yeah, because there's a lot of issues with the trains, isn't there, right yes. now? Yeah, apparently you reckon there are now? You, you reckon now the really do everyone's head in and say, yeah, you've got to go to Old Trafford?
1: <laughs> well, Imagine logically, that. that would be the ground to take it to. Oh, yeah?
0: Well, you think about old FA Cup semi-final grounds. Yeah. Well, it used to be Villa Park, and... Obviously, I think it probably wouldn't be Villa Park anymore. If Villa Park's you know...
1: still 40,000?
0: Yeah, but, you know, given that you've got uh, the Emirates, you've got Tottenham... Yeah. Uh, you know, they're two bigger stadiums now that could house a semi-final, but not that we're probably ever going to go back to that full time. No, but then think.
1: you have the prospect of them getting to London again. Yeah.
0: So, it's yeah,
1: it seems like... Well... <laughs> Could they go to the Millennium Stadium for the semi?
0: Uh, the Principality Stadium. Or the Principality Stadium, excuse me. Yeah. Uh, poss- possibly it's a possible option because th- the issue isn't there is that there's not enough. They're saying that there's not enough trains running because there's there's work um, on the lines. Works going on yeah. on the lines. Yeah. So that's the issue that Liverpool and City fans are going to have trying to get to North London is they can't actually get to Wembley very easily because there's no direct trains in. Um, so the, so, so yeah. the
1: sensible thing to do would probably be to cancel the work, wouldn't it? That, well, or no, make, because it's two different things, else. though, isn't it? Right?
0: Because it's like, you know, the FA can't tell National Rail how and when to do maintenance on their railway lines. That's up to National Rail. Yeah, yeah. So, so that's the problem. Um, I think you know, if it does get changed, the venue, I think Old Trafford genuinely might be where it ends yeah, up. Yeah, I'd imagine it will be
1: Old Trafford the closest proximity to both of them so
0: yeah that's and if a venue enough. change happens they might just go you nah, You're just gonna have to deal with it or put coaches on and stuff well yeah that's the other prospect yeah but um we'll see what happens hopefully they come up with some more sensible solution for that but yeah no juicy juicy fa cup semi-finals incoming very very soon yes look forward to them right let's get back over to the premier league then shall we let's do it uh leads with a massive win
1: huge win
0: massive win I mean, they were what they were down two nil down
1: two nil down they had three players at taken half-time. Off
0: injured mind you mind you that that i don't understand why we had 11 minutes by the way in the first half like
1: well, there was a lot of injuries it was there was a lot uh, going on
0: <laughs> <laughs> it was 11 in trinco scored the second goal for Wolves at 45 minutes plus 11 like what is this game of football
1: to be fair to Trin Carroll he came on and he actually livened the thing up yeah because it was very drab up until that point until he came on
0: obviously you know big big loss for Wolves losing Ruben Nevers hopefully that's not a bad one
1: hopefully not for them no
0: um, but yeah so they were tuning up at half time yeah thinking yeah things are good and then Raul Jimenez kind of went nah I'll, I'll fancy getting a second is it a second yellow, yellow card. it was a second yellow yeah so um he just went I don't I'm bored he also got bored this is the uh trade of the week uh, this is the story, of the story of football this week players and teams got bored and just thought I don't want to play anymore uh, Raul Jimenez says I don't want to play football anymore so I'll just take my second yellow card and go and have a shower
1: yeah and the goalkeeper went off injured as well was there?
0: yes which wasn't helpful
1: No, because Leeds had then used their fourth substitute because they had a concussion substitution as well. Yeah. So (laughs) it was all
0: happening. (laughs) So much. So much. Yeah, because Charlie Cresswell came on, didn't he, for a click? Yeah. So, yeah, no. Just big, big, big win, though, because they came back, you know, 2-0, 2-0 down. Yes, against 10 men with half an hour to go, but you've still got to do the job. You have, yeah. And to get the two goals, I think, to get the, to get it level as quickly as they did helped, obviously, because that gets the crowd up. You go six, you know, Jack Harrison goes 2-1, 63. Rodrigo gets the second one, and it's 2-2. And then you just... Yeah, you and all the momentum night. at that point was with Leeds. Yeah. Exactly, and just shift on. But there were times I felt, you know, as you get getting towards that eighty two eighty three 83 minute where you kind of, you know, where doubt might have started to creep in. Well, yeah, because they, they, they
1: started to push bodies forward. Obviously, Wolves could have caught them on the counter. Yeah. yeah,
0: but then obviously Luke Ailing turns up with a winner in Luke, ex- in stoppage time.
1: Luke Ailing with a winner and the worst Robbie Keane impression I think you will ever see.
0: Yeah, it wasn't great, was it? <laughs> it he tried great.
1: to do the cartwheel and it didn't happen. <laughs>
0: no, but you know he's a, he's all excited and he probably doesn't care. No, no, it's one it's one for for the clips we played to him in interviews for years to come. So I'm sure a nice buffer, seven point buffer, it does, and that'll be quite big for them. Um, you know, there's only eight point, eight eight games left for them. Um, Everton, Everton aside, really, and Burnley, but you know they've got to do stuff with them games, and they're not easy when you're down that side of the table. No, definitely not. On to Saturday's game then, and Arsenal through Bukayo Saka get a one nil win. Yeah. You know, I felt they played all right. It was one of them games, really. Just kind of drifted, I felt, in the end.
1: Yeah, Villa didn't look all that. Yeah.
0: No, they, they didn't create much. They, You know, they had a bit of the ball. They had their fair share of the ball. They had a few shots, but I just didn't think they really threatened Arsenal.
1: No, when you consider it was Leno in goal, obviously Ramsdale is injured.
0: Yeah, Ramsdale's out now, isn't he, for a few weeks probably. Yeah. It looks like a muscle injury.
1: It It was kind of surprising they didn't try and test him more. Yeah,
0: yeah considering, you know, considering he hasn't really played much this season. No. But times 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 are good for Arsenal and yeah. Arsenal fans.
1: puts them very much in the driving seat. Oh, 100% for
0: you know they. Yeah. They're 3 points ahead of Tottenham, 4 ahead of United with a game in hand. Yeah. So um yeah, they are doing very well. You know, I'll, I can never trust you can never trust the Villa to get you a get you a result. <laughs> never trust the Villa to get you a result. Always got to let you down, but yeah, that was sat- Saturday's game. Not too much to say in that one, really. It wasn't wasn't the greatest game I'd ever I'd ever witnessed.
1: Nope, one nil to the Arsenal, as they say.
0: As the, indeed, back to their early nineties days. Um, and then Sunday's games. Uh, we'll we'll finish with Spurs. We'll we'll start with Leicester Brentford. That was uh, another another good good win for Leicester. I felt yeah. you know a game that they. Overall control, but it, to be fair, it went a bit back and forth really. That one,
1: yeah.
0: Um, you know, I thought Brentford came on strong towards the end, they did.
1: Yeah, obviously, Castagna's goal that was amazingly good. Oh, yeah,
0: not but special. Jesus, where's special. that come from? <laughs> special that one, that was a good goal. That I enjoyed that one. Uh, and then obviously, Madison sends them two to up. but then when that goes to one. And Wister turns up. And Wister scored a few late goals for Brentford. Yeah. Then you're kind of thinking, uh-oh. But Is they held on. It's to him again. Yeah, it held. they held on. They did. That's yeah. uh, An important win for them as well, really, just to shift some of their form at the minute.
1: Yeah, gets them back in the top half.
0: Yeah, back into the top half of the table. To be fair, they've got a few games as well to play with, but against who will be important.
1: Yeah, definitely.
0: Uh and then go on then. You can talk about Spurs if you want.
1: Okay. Ah, oh, that was a good afternoon. I enjoyed that. I enjoyed <laughs> that very, very much. You can probably tell, listener, that my voice is a little bit croaky.
0: Little bit croaky, yeah. Little you can bit hear croaky.
1: it. I was very, very vocal. Mainly telling my team to push up in the second half. Because we sat very deep in the second half. <laughs>
0: You just kind of just, you know, Tottenham, you like to make things hard for you, We like don't to you. make things interesting, no, two, two one up, yeah, two one up. Yeah, we'll just invite a bit of pressure.
1: But to be fair, we were tuning up and we invited a bit of pressure. I don't know why Matt Doherty didn't just put that out for a throw in instead Very of true. trying to let it roll out for a corner, which it was never going to do, and then it smashes him on the knee.
0: Yeah, yeah,
1: they pull one back. In fairness, the incident with Kurt Zuma and Son kicking a ball against him, Sonny, get up, son, please.
0: Oh yeah that That's that, that was a that was a joke that was a joke that was he just kind of it was it was even worse than Rivaldo's famous one for me yes, where he holds his face yeah 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 it hits him in the shin and he's holding his face and he literally did the same sort of thing but the ball hit him so slowly yeah and he le- he looked around and then just went on the floor and yep. I was just like what are you doing you muppet yeah you you must know that there's a camera looking at you right yeah. You must know that so, the only way you're going to get him sent off in this day and age is with VAR. Well, right? well
1: you say someone might have got sent off. Sergio Regulon was very lucky to stay on.
0: Yeah, yeah, absolutely.
1: Very lucky to stay. On. I mean, I saw that slap happen. Yeah. And I was, well, I, you see I, in front I turned of around you. to the guy behind me and I said, "What is he doing?" And I was <laughs> literally I was shouting at Regulon, losing my <laughs> nuts, because at two one. Obviously, a man gets sent off. That changes the game completely. Yeah, it does. And there was just no need for it. No. But luckily, he got away with it. I don't know how. He did. Obviously, he that did. was when all the protesters come onto the field as well. It was a mad yep. five minutes. I genuinely don't know what was going on for that five minutes. Protesters
0: on the field all over the place. Yeah. Obviously, we. C- I just want to mention the guy last week. Was it at Everton? He was, yeah. And then they brought out the biggest bolt cutters you've ever seen for a cable tie. Yeah. I was like, why don't you just get a pair of scissors? Guys, surely surely the the kit man or even like the, the first aid yeah. kit has a set of plumbing scissors in it. Why have we got bolt cutters out for a cable tie? Someone must have sent someone must have come in and said someone's chained themselves to the goalpost. Yeah. I bet you that was the message that probably went through. <laughs> and then rather than go this is the wrong tool for the job. The guy's just gone. Ah, I'm here now. <laughs> I'm, I'm here now. We might as well. The face is, it was facey pulled, though. Oh, brilliant.
1: It was brilliant. Facey
0: pulled. Tried to get his I mean, bolt cutters to cut this cable tie. Oh.
1: Obviously, it's been a, an ongoing thing in the Premier League this week. Obviously, four matches, I think, have yeah. been potentially interrupted. So far, only one person's managed to get themselves to the goalpost. Yeah, it was very, it was
0: very. Considering that he got it round his neck,
1: right? Oh Christ! Yeah,
0: like that's a lot How of effort. How was
1: someone not got to him exactly. before he'd done that?
0: <laughs> he got, he got all the way up, and he must have stood with his back up because you know he couldn't have had much room on his cable tie. That's probably why it was so hard to cut him out of it. Yeah. To be honest, he must not have had much room left well, on his cable tie. he was tie.
1: complaining he couldn't
0: breathe. Well, that's his own fault, isn't it, <laughs> idiot? <laughs> Can't breathe. Well, why have you cable tied yourself to a post rather next neck then?
1: Yeah, You pillock. But um, no, our stewards were on it Sunday. It was quite funny.
0: I think. I think they were. Pro- I think after what happened at Everton, oh, they were probably everyone, everyone was. Yeah. yeah, everyone's probably a bit more like waiting for it. Yeah, because you know a steward might just oh here we go pitch invasion. I've got to sprint for twenty seconds and try and catch a guy. Yeah, <laughs> just to find out and right. Okay, are you ready? Just to find out. Oh, he's already stopped. He's. Put himself against the post.
1: But I did like their. Um, they put a tweet out afterwards saying that they disrupted the game at the Tottenham Hotspur Stadium. The game had already stopped, people.
0: Yeah, no one had really noticed the one at Spurs, did they? No, because the cameras pan away from them. Well, no, it's just like just no <laughs> one even. Yeah, no one even. No one yeah. even noticed there was a thing. It wasn't as if oh, the cameras panned away. No. It was just like no one even noticed that there was a stoppage in the game.
1: No, because they. Yeah. Well, A, there was, it was a stoppage already because that was when the kerfuffle happened with yeah. the sun going down. And B, obviously, they were quickly set upon and dragged away.
0: Yeah.
1: It's good. Whilst lots of people were maybe doing gestures at them. Maybe.
0: Yeah, maybe. Maybe, maybe a few. Maybe a few. There were a
1: few choice words. Certainly from a my mouth, at least.
0: Oh, dear. Oh,
1: dear. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, good... Anyway, 3 1 win. Fantastic result. Yeah. Keeps us in the race. Beats a rival. See yeah, how it goes, I guess.
0: Well, yeah. Still got Arsenal to play. So. um... If you could draw that game, that'd be really handy. Oh, no. We need to win that one, mate. Sorry. No, 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 no. Draw. Draw or do. Not, not Both draw. Yeah. Both drop two points. That'd be grand. Right. <laughs> uh, let's move on then, shall we? Do we want to go. Right. Here's, here's your choices. Okay. I'll let you decide. You can either take everyone around the world in 80 seconds okay. or we can have a quick look at internationals next week.
1: Do you want to do the internationals first?
0: I mean, I'm asking you oh, on the okay.
1: podcast. This is going in. Okay. Um. Let's go around the world. Let's not let's mix go around the, the world.
0: All right, then. <laughs> Off we go, then. Around the world in 80 seconds. So
1: we start this week in La Liga, where Barcelona potentially blew the title race wide open after thrashing Real Madrid 4-0. Sevilla, though, failed to make up the ground after another draw for them. But Barcelona and Atletico are now 12 points off the top of the La Liga summit. Speaking of sides well beaten, this moves us nicely on to PSG, who were beaten 3-0 by Monaco. Marseille did take advantage, though, to beat Nice, so they closed the gap to 12 points as well. In Germany, Bayern Munich got back to winning ways after beating Union Berlin. Dortmund, however, can only draw, so the gap at the top of the Bundesliga is six. In Serie A, Milan and Napoli both win as Inter can only draw, so it's slowly becoming a two-horse race, but Inter do have a game in hand. Roma beat Lazio 3-0 as the race for Europe starts to hot up quite nicely as well. We'll take a quick trip to Holland this week as Ajax beat Feyenoord, but the real talking point is a fire started by a flare setting light to a banner. Thankfully, no-one was injured. Melbourne City open up a one-point lead at the top of the A-League and finally across the pond, into Miami, make it four games without a win to heap a little bit more pressure on Phil Neville.
0: Yes, into Miami. Now uh, struggling.
1: They really are. Uh,
0: Beckham will have to be sacking his mate very soon, I imagine. That's
1: going to put him in a difficult position, Beckham. Obviously I
0: know it's yeah, football well, he's probably Yeah, he well, but... He's probably not really running the club, is he? He's just uh, he's just the face of it really. Yeah,
1: but he's potentially gonna have to sack his mate, as
0: you say. Yeah, but I think I think they would both have been aware that this is a situation that might have happened going into this. Oh, do you know definitely. what i mean Yeah, hundred percent. So So you know, there's probably there's probably a bit of an understanding between them. Yeah. I would think. And I if think Phil would be the first one. And I think, you know, and I think yeah, I think exactly if Inter were playing really bad and not playing well, then yeah. Phil would be like, well, it's fair at the end of the day. Yes, definitely. You know what I mean? Yeah. He, he seems a level-headed kind of guy. Like I wasn't good enough and therefore I had to leave and, and that'll be that. So, yeah, no, interesting. I, I do like your optimism of saying that the gap at the top of the French League and the Spanish League are now 12 points and therefore, you know, title race is hotting up. <laughs> yeah, I'm trying to make it interesting. I, I mean, it's, uh, it's optimistic to say the least that.
1: Well, there are eight games left to play in both and, divisions i think well, that means so, there's only
0: 24 points available yeah for those to catch up which means that they have to lose uh, have to lose those at uh, half the games i'm a tottenham least fan least i'm an optimist i have that. to be that's uh unlikely let's be honest <laughs> i think psg and rail should be i will I mean, i'll i'll back it you know what i mean if one of them falls then this is a good clip but I will bat Rail and PSG to win the titles this year. Well, in, certainly in
1: Sevilla seems to be faltering quite badly.
0: Yeah, Sevilla have you know they, they haven't really. Got, I don't. I never really thought that they would be able to maintain a challenge. Yeah, over the course, and I think Barca and At- and Atletico have left it too late for them to improve. Oh, definitely, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but they have improved. You've seen that um, between those two, but yeah, it's just too late for them now. Looking good for
1: next season for Barcelona, though.
0: Yeah, they, you know, they're starting to find a way. Xavi has done an excellent job, kind yeah, of, definitely. finding the best way with those players. They might, they might get a bit of, they might get a bit of cash available to him next year as well. So, be interesting to see what happens. Uh, right then, let's um, have a look at our wonder kid from Football Manager 2015, Gianluca. How is he getting on on his loan
1: spell? On his loan spell at Tech in the Austrian Bundesliga are you sitting
0: yep. down yeah uh, yes i am actually
1: are we all sitting down
0: uh, I, I can't tell you if any of the listeners are sitting down
1: okay well you just have to guess be prepared to sit
0: down Tac hmm? 1 let's go they 1 by 2 goals to 1 let's go go on get me really excited so
1: they are now two points away from vsg Watanners. I hope I've said that right. right. I probably haven't. So yeah, they are closing in on the side above them in the relegation playoff system. Jan yeah. played ninety minutes. Yeah. Didn't have any assistance in any of the goals. Oh. But he was on the field.
0: Oh, he was solid though. I bet I bet he was the best player on the pitch, really, you know, just unlucky not to be involved with the actual goals. Yes, definitely. I bet i bet his teammates missed all the chances he set up. Yes. Problem. And the goalkeeper and the goalkeeper's pulled out worldy saves for his shots, and there's nothing you can do. So yeah, sets them up nicely for the rest of the season. Indeed. Right then. So, with all of that talked about, should we now talk about the internationals? Let's talk about the internationals, shall we? There is a lot going on. <laughs> there is a lot. So obviously we've got World Cup qualifiers, uh, playoffs, um, all over the place. Yes. Literally every country you can
1: think of has got a game, yeah. Even, and I found this one India versus Belarus, international friendly.
0: Nice, I was about to say that can't be a World Cup qualifier, it's that not a world cup. Different continents,
1: <laughs> yeah. So, obviously, the home nations are in action apart from Scotland. Scotland are not in action,
0: um, because they're supposed to be playing oh, in yeah, because they're playing Ukraine, weren't they? Yeah. Qualifier, do we have any news on that at all as to what the uh, um, the plan is? So, obviously, that I'm sure they'd like Ukraine to be able to play their playoff.
1: Scotland are in action, they're playing Poland actually on Thursday,
0: but in terms of their qualifier,
1: yeah, fine. So, in terms of their qualifier, I believe they are going to play in June at this point. Obviously, if things deteriorate further in the conflicts in Ukraine and Russia then they may well have to make a decision on whether that will actually be played or not.
0: In some respects, it's kind of... They have a bit of time with the with the World Cup being in the winter. Because if this is a bit been a summer tournament...
1: Oh, yeah.
0: Goodness me. Would have been would have been very interesting. Yeah, so I think the plan at the
1: moment is to play the games in the summer and then possibly the final in September. But I'm right, not okay. entirely sure on the
0: timing of that at the moment it's all still oh. very up in the air we'll have to see kind of how that all plays out but yeah. a bit of time to make a decision don't we'll have the world cup until december i don't know when they'll draw the groups but hopefully uh, the they'll, d- um...
1: groups are being drawn in april
0: in April, okay April, the so they'll have to 8th. have a qual. i guess they'll just have to have a qualifier then won't they from europe
1: yes yeah they'll just put either or whoever yes yeah, is. yeah.
0: Okay, uh, I think we can all agree the big the big game that we're all looking forward to is Tanzania versus Botswana. Tanzania, yeah, yeah, it's going to be a massive game. That
1: Tanzania, and Botswana, a massive but game. There are a lot of World Cup qualifiers, as I say, in all different areas of the world. All of it's very confusing.
0: Yeah. Lots going on. And obviously England play Switzerland. They do, yeah. At Wembley. Um, we'll see how they get on.
1: Yeah. Wales obviously playing Austria. Yeah. In their quarterfinal?
0: Semi-final? Yes. Quarterfinal. Uh, I can't remember. No, it's Don't semi-final. Like <laughs> semi-final. So, yeah, no... Lots of games, lots of qualifiers, lots of things to look forward to next week in the international break. And don't forget, um, you want people to send stuff in still, right? Yes, please.
1: If you have any football memories or football stories you'd like to share with us, please do it on Twitter or via our email address. So the Twitter is Let's Football Pod and the email address is Let's Talk Football
0: Podcast 442 at gmail.com so keep those coming in so we'll be back next week with a look back or a look at some of the internationals that have been going on we'll hopefully share lots of your stories lots of your memories uh, uh, and have a fun time but for now everyone i think this is it i think that's all i need to talk about this week you got anything else for everyone that is it from me right then fine we will leave you all to it and we will catch you all next week all right
1: bye -bye. everyone